آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي رب أوزعنا أشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي ونعمل صالحا ترضى وأصلح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين الحمد لله We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to be in the masjid or the mosque in this night. For it is indeed not our choosing to be here, but his tawfiq or his success or gift of success to us to be in the mosque tonight. As Allah says in the Quran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وما توفيقي إلا بالله عليه توكلت وإليه أنيب And my success is only by Allah Upon him I depend, and to him is my return. So we thank Allah for being here, and for him allowing us to be here. For there are many who intend, who want to do that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted them. But subhanallah, either shaitan, or the shayateen, or their own nafs, their egos, pull them away. And in many cases people think that what they do in good is because of their own. You have not shot O Muhammad when you shot, but Allah allowed you to shoot. So we thank Allah for tonight and we thank Allah for this morning, especially the ending of the month of Safar and the coming of the season of the coming of mercy to the world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وما أرسلناك إلا رحمة للعالمين O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have not sent you only as mercy to the worlds. The worlds in plural, meaning every creation Allah has created and the world that they live in. Jibreel alayhi salam is reported to have asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be permitted to ask Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the question. And he intended to do so, and he had the chance, and he asked him, Oh, Rasulullah, am I included in the mercy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning? He said, Even you, oh Jibreel, is included in that mercy. He is the mercy to the humans, and the jinn, and the malaika, and every other creation. The animals receives his mercy. The rocks of Mecca receives his mercy. The pebbles that people used to take and play with receives his mercy. The trees and the plants and everything you can think of. But let us think and reflect upon this mercy that was sent to the world. What is it? If we look at that, Rasulullah somehow explained it through his teaching. He said, if the mercy of Allah is divided into 100 units, the whole worlds are living in this life, the dunya or the lower world, through 1% of that mercy. And that is through his name Ar-Rahman. The one who is sustaining us. Ar-Rab. The one who is supposed to take care of us. When we say in Arabic, Rabbatul Bayt, or the master of the house, meaning the mother, because she is supposed to take care of her children. The Lord of the worlds, because he created them, it is upon him to take care of them. They're believer and they're rejecter of faith. 
They're strong and they're weak. Everyone is under that mercy. In this dunya, in this lower world, everybody lives through that 1% of mercy through his name al-Rahman. The beneficent or the kind. And therefore, al-Rahim represents the 99 other part of mercy. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then went further to say, huwa rahmanu dunya meaning Allah, wa rahimul akhirah. Allah is the one through his mercy, that 1% of mercy, through his name al-Rahman, sustains all the life in this lower world, but for the hereafter, he has preserved 99% of this mercy through his name al-Rahim, or the merciful. And it is so befitting to think about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be the choice, to be the messenger who will bring mercy here because he is the mercy there. Because in the day of judgment, when the fire is brought forth and everyone who never thought that we will be gathered together and brought before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the day when everyone will be worried and frightened, when the brother will run away from his brother, وأمه وأبيه and his father and his mother وصاحبته وبنيه and his wife and his children in the day when people will not be able to stand on their own feet worried and frightened to be exposed of what they have done knowingly or not knowingly when Allah knows what exactly they have done in the day when everybody is thinking only of himself in a day whereby nothing can benefit anybody and no one will be given permission when the ruh will come, Sayyidina Jibreel alayhi salam, and all the angels in rows, and they will not be permitted to speak. Only the one whom Allah al-Rahman will give him permission to speak. But in that time, the only one who can save the people in the day of judgment is one. And that one is not the father of Prophet Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam. Nor the initial man Allah created from whom all of us become Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam. Nor any other of the messengers that Allah has praised in the Quran and talked about like Musa or Isa or the rest of them. But it's Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu And it is reported that once upon a time he walked into his companion debating and discussing messengers. Who have great position with Allah. And they were talking about Isa <coughs> as being Ruhullah the Spirit of God. And they were talking about Musa as being Kalimullah. And they were talking about Ibrahim as being Khalilullah. And then he said to them, Allah wallahi inni lahabibullah. Yes, I understand. All those attributes you have given to those messengers are true. And I will never debate them. But I am the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for this reason, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the day of judgment, he will be the only one who will be allowed to speak to intercede before Allah for all humans and all jinns, and all malaika, and all creation of Allah that we know or we don't know, in that moment, Allah will say to him, O oh Muhammad, raise and ask, and you will be given whatever you request. Nobody else will be given a position. And if you can realize, a one person, whether a child or an adult, in his ummah, will memorize just the Quran, just memorize the Quran, Allah will give him 12 people to save from the hellfire. Not people who have made small sins, but those who have committed big sins. شفاعتي لأمتي يوم القيامة لأهل الكبائر منهم. Okay? By intercession in the day of judgment is for the people who have committed the biggest sin in this world. And therefore, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
was sent as mercy to this world before the other world to do what? to get us out of the darkness to the light what darkness you might ask? the darkness of our own souls through our nafs and our desires every one of us have a nafs a nafs is that part of you which is linking your body to your spirit to allow you to live to make you desire to make you to make you to desire to want anything that you desire come from your nafs and therefore Allah said in the Quran indeed the nafs that is keeping you alive in this world will always command you to do that which is evil only those whom Allah has shown mercy to like Sayyidina Yusuf but if you look at him and our examples somebody might say just one word for us and we'll be red and blue and we'll try to fight them or kick them or kill them or take revenge on them but Sayyidina Yusuf his brothers did all sorts when he was in a position of power and they were frightened what he will do to them he said you have not done any wrong to me no sins will be remaining between me and you because I'm going to ask my Lord to forgive you. Like Sayyidina Muhammad وسلم, when he came back to Mecca, rather than those who come back to cities where they were tortured and killed and abused when the people of Mecca came to him and they asked him, okay, oh Muhammad, what are you going to do? He said, what do you think I'm going to do with you? What do you think? Did he open prisons? Did he have torture chambers? Did he have a Guantanamo? Well, he didn't. Muhammad never opened the prison. No leader in the world before Muhammad or after Muhammad never did like Muhammad. No leader. Every leader who rules, he always has people captured and imprisoned and tortured. Muhammad never opened a prison. I challenge any man. Muhammad, whoever he captured, he gave to somebody to live in their house for him to learn something. Every companion who was good and have a room in his house, when somebody brought him, go and live with him. Do they want to live? They remain. And many of them, they become good people. Because he understood. So why Sayyidina Muhammad was sent as mercy to this world? To get us out of the darkness of our own nafs or ego to the light. What is the darkness we are talking about? Darkness comes from ignorance. From a jahl. Okay? And therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran mentioned Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as the one who will come and teach and bring knowledge. Because through knowledge, okay, people can be brought out from the darkness to the light. Hence Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu said in the Quran or in the hadith alayhi wa sallatu wa sallam innama bu'istu mu'allima. I was only sent as a teacher. His power is in the knowledge that he gave to humanity. What did he teach, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? He taught that which will make man a man. He taught that which will make a human being a human being. He taught them that if you need to become a human being, you must worship your Lord. And through the worship that he has instructed you to do, you will accomplish the most important quality. And that quality is the best of character. Because at the end of the day, he said, the best of you are those who have the best character. If you think about your salah or your fasting or your zakah or your hajj, they are all physical, okay, worships that you do. 
Many people think, why are we doing them? What's the benefit out of them? The benefit out of them is by doing them and carrying them in your life, your character will improve. Your nafs will be oppressed. Your ruh will have its chance to raise itself to be closer to its Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And therefore, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu was the teacher for humanity, the teacher for the jinn, and the teacher for all those who came across to him, whether we know them or we don't. And there is something very significant. He asked Jibreel alayhi salam many times, and I just mentioned two or three questions he asked him. One question he asked him, Oh Jibreel, how old are you? <clears throat> A good question. How old are you? Jibreel was coming, according to the knowledge we receive in the books, to teach him the Quran. Subhanallah. But Jibreel السلام, looked at him and said to him, we don't know how old we are with the malaika, for we don't count our ages. But there is a star that appears above, above the throne every 70,000 years. And I have seen it 70,000 times. <laughs> I have seen it 70,000 times. That is 4 billion, 900 million years. Almost 5 billion years. Now, I'm telling you this story just to show that Muhammad Sallam knows. He knows. And another time he asked him, Oh Jibreel, when you come to me with the Quran, where do you bring it from? He said, the Quran originally was in a lawh al-mahfuz, where we cannot reach. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed it in the night, okay, of blessing into al-bayt al-ma'mur. And I go there and I receive it and I bring it to you. In 23 years, he goes and comes. He said, can you tell me, my brother Jibreel, how do you receive it? He said, by the Almighty who created you and created me, I have no knowledge of how, but there is a veil. And behind the veil, there is a voice that tells me or recites for me the Quran. And I get it and I bring it to you. The Quran is not for Muhammad to read it like us today. We repeating it with our tongue to memorize it. No, no, no. Muhammad Sallam was asked not to remove, not to move his tongue while Jibril is putting it in his heart. It goes from our ruh to our ruh, the janus. Jibril ruh and Muhammad Sallam ruh together. When they hold one another, the Quran goes into his heart. He said, "My brother Jibril, yes, ya Rasulullah." He said, "Do you know who?" Is reading for you the Quran? He said, only Allah knows. He said, it is me, O Jibreel. It is me. So Muhammad وسلم, is telling him that he's reading the Quran there. It might be puzzling, but why should we be puzzled? When in the day and the night of Mi'raj, when he went to the heavens, he saw Ibrahim السلام, in the desert with his two sons sitting under a tree. He saw Sayyidina Musa السلام, under the ground in his grave reading his salah. He met all the prophets from Adam to Isa and Ibrahim and Musa were there as well in Bayt al-Maqdis and he led them in Salah. And do you know what? When he went to the heavens, Alam al-Malaika, in every heaven he found the same prophets there. In the first heaven he found Adam. 
In the second heaven, he found Isa and his cousin Yahya. And there are many others. In the third heaven, he found Sayyidina Yusuf. In the fourth heaven, he found Sayyidina Idris, whom Allah prayed in the Quran and said, وَإِدْرِيثَ رَفَعْنَاهُ مَكَانًا عَلِيَةً And Idris, we have risen him to a high place. The fourth heaven. But we know there are high. And Sayyidina Harun, in the fifth heaven. Sayyidina Musa, in the sixth heaven. Sayyidina Ibrahim, in the seven heavens. Who is with him? Many. Many believing men and women. In the seven heavens. He saw them all there. How could they be in all those places at once? And how could it happen just like that? They talk about billions of light of years they cannot reach. They cannot reach because they don't have the wisdom of the knowledge. Yes. We're in the dark. So the knowledge is the most important thing. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Medina to ilm the city of knowledge. All knowledge comes from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There is no man before him or after him who will be more knowledgeable than him. He knows all knowledge. Allah taught him. Allah brought him. He said, "Adabani Rabbi ta'adibi." When we teach, it's not just for theoretical knowledge to be clever. We teach to bring a person out of you. If you have your, if you have your GCSE, if you have your A levels, if you have your degree, if you have your master's degree, if you have PhDs, if you have anything, whatever you are, and how many papers you have, you are nothing. You are nothing, because the only knowledge that counts is ilmul-ma'rifa, the knowledge of knowing who you are, where do you come from, what are you doing here, where you are going next, and who Allah is. Then we say, Allah, who? Allah, who? Hadrullah Yaqib, he is always present and never absent. You are only absent. We are only absent. And therefore, that knowledge, okay, is of twofold. Knowledge that is of benefit and knowledge that has no benefit. How do we know that? Rasulullah used to pray and say, Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'ah. Oh Allah, I ask you a knowledge that will bring benefit or a knowledge that of benefit to me. And in another dua, he said, Allahumma inni a'udhubikum an ilman la yanfa'ah. Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from knowledge that has no benefit. If you sit down and learn how to play, okay, shataranj. What do you call it in English? Shataranj. Chess. What benefit chess? You are the best chess player in the world. You are the best footballer. You are the best boxer. You are the best racer. You are the best whatever it is. What benefit? Are they going to ask you in the grave, MashaAllah, you are the best star in football? You are the best racer in the world? You are, you are the best boxer? If Muhammad Ali, Allah, Allah give him long life, he dies. They are going to ask him in the grave, MashaAllah, through your boxing, you raise Islam? Nonsense. That has no benefit. That's al This is the benefit of the earth. This is what you get. This is whatever for the earth goes to the earth. مِنْهَا خَلَغْنَاكُمْ وَفِيهَا نُعِيدُكُمْ تَارَةً أُخْرَى From it we created you and to it we will retain you once again. We are earthling through the bodies. But we are bigger than that. وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمْ We have indeed honored the children of Adam through our spirit. وَنَفَخْنَا فِيهِ مِنْ رُوحِنَا And we have blown into him from our spirit. This is what gives us the comfort. So the knowledge that we need to know is the knowledge of benefit. Therefore, Rasulullah says, Talabul ilmi farida. Talabul ilmi farida. Seeking knowledge is compulsory. It's a must. If it was just stopped by the Prophet, 
the men will take counsel and say to the real women, sit at home, cook the meal, do everything. We need to go and learn the knowledge. But he did not stop there. He said, Ala kulli muslimin wa muslima. It is for every Muslim male and every Muslim female. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Any man who stands mm-hmm. and say women should sit at home and not learn does not understand. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the alaykum at the end of the day, a human being is a human being. And a human being is responsible before his Lord. And that responsibility requires knowing. And that knowing requires teaching. And that teaching requires knowledge. قال رسول الله صلى he didn't say a rijalu. He didn't say a rijalu. He didn't say the men. Either they are learning or uh, teaching. No, no, no. He said anas, the human being. Either they are learning or they are teaching. And there is no benefit in the rest. And therefore, live your life to learn knowledge. Live your life to teach knowledge. This is the message now. If we are entering to the month of mercy or the month of the coming of the greatest mercy, or the month of the greatest man ever to live and to walk on this earth, خَيْرُ الْبَشَرُ مُحَمَّدٌ بَشَرٌ لَا كَالْبَشَرُ بَلْ هُوَ كَالْيَقُودُ بَيْنَ الْحَجَرُ مُحَمَّدٌ a man, not like other men, a human, not like other humans, but he is like a pale among the rocks, or a jewel among the rocks or the pebbles, or a diamond. Among the rocks. He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, cannot be explained in words. Allah said to him, عظيم, Oh Muhammad, your position, as I created you then and now and in the future, always will be the greatest. Nobody is greater than Muhammad. Nobody is greater than Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nobody. Don't, your heart, don't, don't let your heart ever to think of anything else but Muhammad. Think of Muhammad. Talk about Muhammad. Walk like Muhammad. Sit like Muhammad. Eat like Muhammad. Drink like Muhammad. Breathe like Muhammad. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our savior. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our master. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is everything that we live for. Somebody asked me, why you say Sayyidina Muhammad? Bid'ah. Where do you get this from? I said to him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prayed one of the prophets in the Quran said, wa sayyidan wa hasura. Allah prayed. Allah said to him, you are a sayyid wa hasur. I said to him, maybe you know the meaning of hasur. Since you are asking me what a sayyid is, go and look for it. He never came back to me. Sayyid is a title. If it befit anybody, it must be befitting Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد. This what we need to do. A man taught me once and said to me, Sheikh Ibrahim Rahmatullah, he said, people want to see the Prophet They do everything. They try everything and they say, I can't see him. He said, can you see if you have a mirror through which you can see your face? But that mirror is being covered. And you try to look, could you see your face? I said, of course not. He said, that's the condition of somebody who tried everything, but not realized there is a veil to be lifted. If our heart are veiled, we can't see Muhammad. Muhammad is with us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad is within us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Without Muhammad, there is no veil. Allah says so. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says so. Oh, Muhammad, if it is not for you, I would not have created the universes. 
That means Muhammad is the source of creation. Muhammad is the source of life. Muhammad is the source of living for us. Without him, there is no life. We will live and die for Muhammad. We will live and die for Muhammad. So enter this month of Rabi'ul Awal, not just by singing and dancing, but by thinking of Muhammad, the man who was sent as mercy to the world. Let us look at the other side of the mercy. One side, I said, is knowledge. The other side of mercy is looking for those people who are unable to cope for themselves. Those who cannot see, those who cannot hear, those who cannot hold, those who cannot walk, those who are unable to look after themselves. Those who are lower than us in all aspects of life. Those whom today we look at them as disabled, for example. Anything you can do for somebody that you have something he does not have, you are showing a mercy. You see a blind person, you must guide them. You see somebody who cannot listen, you must teach. May Allah bless the man who invented sign language because he benefited those who cannot okay, hear. May Allah bless the man who started the braille language because he has benefited those who cannot see. We are sitting here and saying, what is this nonsense? It's not nonsense. These are people whom Allah has given them mercy to care for those people. And may Allah bless all those who go and visit the sick in hospitals Amen. and in their Amen. homes. Those who visit the old people in their homes, in their Amen. old people's homes. May Amen. Allah bless those people who help people to cross the road Amen. or stand from their seat for somebody who is carrying Amen. or pregnant or old. May Allah give us the mercy to look even after the animals and care for them and the vegetation because it is important. If not for us, it's for those whom we don't know. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu He said to his companion when they were going for the battle, don't cut a tree. Don't cut a tree. Listen to that. Don't cut a tree. Any tree, don't cut it. A tree that gives fruit, don't cut it. A tree that gives shade, don't cut it. When you ask yourself why, a tree that gives shade, it could be beneficial for every creature in the desert. When it is too hot, you need a shade. If you cut it because there is no humans, but there are animals who need the shade. A tree that gives fruit, even if the fruits are not good for you, they are good for other creatures to eat. Hence, قال رسول الله صلى ارحموا من في الأرض يرحمكم من في السماء. Show mercy to those who are living on this earth. The one in the heaven will show you mercy. والرحمون يرحمهم الرحمن. And those who show mercy, Allah will show them mercy. Allah الرحمن will show them mercy. Okay. ومن لا يرحم لا يرحم. The one who will not show mercy will never be shown mercy. ربيع الأول is the month of the coming of the mercy to the world, and therefore we need to show mercy. And Islam. Can only be manifested through mercy. Al Islam, our religion, Al Islam, the religion of the Prophet, Al Islam is the religion of God, can never be shown through mercy. Religion is Al Islam. In the Deen and Allah, Al Islam. Anybody who says he's religious, Islam. But Islam has one meaning. Jesus brought Al Islam. Moses brought Al Islam. Ibrahim brought Al Islam. What is it? It is to submit. To the will of Allah by saying, I believe in God. And the Prophet who brought you that message. And to believe in this message by striving to fulfill its duties. Al Iman, Iman is that which is being given to you in your heart to say, La ilaha illallah. But it can only be proven by your action. Say to them, Oh Muhammad, to do, for Allah will see what they do. And the messenger and the believers will see too. And then, Al Ihsan. 
to worship Allah as if you see him. But if you cannot see him, he sees you at all times. And that is to surrender your will to Allah. Surrender yourself to Allah. To live, not just for yourself, but to live according to the wishes and the desires of Allah as Muhammad Sallallahu lived. He didn't live for himself. He never chose for himself, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imagine, I give you one example. In the battle of Uhud, when the mushrikeen stood to fight him, over a thousand soldiers from them, and only over 300, they have the horses, they have the best weapons. And Muhammad didn't have nothing. His companions were weak, many of them are children. And the mushrikeen asked him to bring the best of his fighters to begin the battle. And subhanallah, he didn't turn around and picked others. Did you know who he picked? His family. Hamza, Ali ibn Abi Talib. Okay? And anybody else who is related in that night, that go forth. Today, all of us, when we need to do something hard, we put our family in the back. We send somebody. Because we don't want to do anything. Our leaders today, they don't go to the front. They sit in the back. Our leaders, they hide under the ground. Recently, Rahmatullah alayhim, Saddam Hussein, and Gaddafi of Libya, where did they find them? Hiding. How can a leader hide? Where was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Uhud? Where was he in Badr? Where was he in Al-Ahzab? He was with the people. In Al-Khandaq, when they were digging the ditch, he was with them. He was digging. And subhanallah, when he was once with his companion sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and they came to a place to rest, and they wanted to eat, he said, let us kill an animal and cook it and eat it. Somebody put his hand up, he said, I know how to kill. He's a butcher. Others who know how to kill, they came and said, yes, Ya Rasulullah, we can kill. He said, okay. Somebody else put his hand up and said, we can skin it. Somebody else said, we can cut it. Somebody else said, we can cook it. The easiest thing is to cook. Do you know what Muhammad Salam did? Do you know what he did, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? He said, وَأَنَا عَلَيَّ بِجَمْعَ الْحَطَبِ And it is my duty to go and collect the wood for you. And the hardest job. Because you need to, in the desert, to go and climb here and go behind this rock and go there. And he was going all over. And he was finding joy in it. He didn't say, I am your leaders. Sitting here, go and cook for me and bring for me. Massage my legs. Massage my shoulders. My mind is breaking out because I'm thinking of how to look after you and save you. He didn't do that, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He will never do that. They said the companion, whenever he was on his camel, and his whip will fall from his hand, and they rush to give it to him, he will say, no, he will jump and pick it himself. This is Muhammad Sallallahu This is our prophet. This is our messenger. This is the man whom we are supposed to follow. And it is compulsory for us to love. His love is compulsory for the nations. Not just us, the nations. They should all love him. Allah love him. Allah love him subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us in these days to come the best of openings so that our hearts will be able to carry that message the way it's supposed to be carried. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cleanse our heart from all that which is covering them 
from that which is not allowing them to see Muhammad <laughs> and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and success to be able to follow the footsteps of Muhammad <laughs> and to be able to benefit from the teaching of Muhammad and to be able to understand and appreciate the word of Muhammad and the word of Allah in the Holy Quran and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fulfill our dream of in this world seeing Muhammad and in the hereafter to be among the people who will be with Muhammad Sallallahu and that we will be able to drink from the beautiful okay, cups that will be given to those people whom he loves, drinking from his hawd, al-kawthar. May Allah allow us to drink from it. Sharba, a drink that we will never be thirsty thereafter. Allahumma rabbi hifazna bi hifzik, wasturna bi sitrik, wa'idna bi ta'idik, wafirna min tawfiqi, waj'anna min abidika al-salihin al-musluhin, وافتح لنا فتوح العارفين العاشقين اللهم رب ادخلنا في شهر ربيع الأول مدخل صدق وأخرجنا منه مخرج صدق واجعل اللهم لنا فيه من لدنك سلطانا نصيرا وأيدنا اللهم فيه توفيقا مطلقا وأيدنا اللهم فيه تأييدا مطلقا ووفقنا اللهم فيه توفيقا مطلقا وثبتنا فيه بتثبيت من عندك واجعلنا فيه يا ربنا من عبيدك المسلمين المؤمنين المحسنين المخلصين المخلصين ونجينا اللهم فيه من الهم والقم والحزن والكرب العظيم وآت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها فإنك أنت خير من ذكاها واحفظنا ورعانا واسترنا وانصرنا وكلنا ولا تكن علينا وكلنا ولا تكن علينا وكلنا ولا تكن علينا برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وبحق الرحمة المبعوثة للعالمين بدنا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين أهل سوريا May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bin Muhammadin Nabiya al-Rahma wa hadiya al-Ummah awwal man tashakku anhu al-Ard wa yudkhalu al-Jannah wa bil-Anbiya wal-Mursaleen wal-Awliya wal-Salihin illa ma ja'ala fi hadihi al-Layla li-Ahli Suriya fathan azimah Allahumma ya Rabbi man arada bihim su'an faj'ala al-Dairat alayhi wa man hafara lahum hufratan rabbi faj'alahu al-Waqa' fiha wa man nasab lahum shibukhat al-Khida' jalahu ya Rabbana min al-Mushaqina ilayha wal-Musadina fiha birahmatika ya Arham al-Rahimin Allahumma ya Rabbi baddil shirarahum Allahumma ya Rabbi baddil shirarahum ya Rabbi baddil shirarahum wa zahzihum min amakinahum al-Latihum fiha yusaytiruna على هؤلاء الطيبين المباركين وبدل أحوال الطيبين المباركين يا رب العالمين من هذه القصوة والشدة إلى أحسن حال ولي اللهم أمورهم خيارهم ولا تولي أمورهم شرارهم رحمتك يا رحم الرحمين اللهم رب آت أهل سوريا خير الخير وبارك لهم فيما عندهم من خير اللهم رب بحق الأربعين من الأبدال يا أرحم الراحمين وبيخاتمهم في هذا الزمان نتوسل إليك يا الله يا رحمن إلا ما أيدتهم ووفقتهم توفيقا مطلقا من عندك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ولسائر المسلمين المستضعفين في كل مكان ولكل المخلوقين اللهم رب اهدنا واهد بنا اللهم رب اهدنا واهد بنا اللهم رب اهدنا واهد بنا وثبتنا ووفقنا وانصرنا على الحق واجعلنا على صراط مستقيم صلي وسلم على سيدنا أحمد النبي الأمين وآله وسلم anybody who sitting here who is seeking to get married, may Allah make it easy for them. Amen. All the sisters who are not with us and asking us to pray for them to be married, may Allah marry them Amen. to the righteous good men. And all those who are seeking jobs, may Allah give them jobs. Those who are seeking Amen. permanent stay in this land, Amen. may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala muhawwil al-ahwal and yuhawwil ahwalahum ila ahsani hal. Wa yuthabithum fi hadhi al-biladi arhamar rahimin. And all those who are wanting to be able to do something good for Sabirillah, may Allah make it easy for them. Those who are able to do anything to help other people, may Allah make it easy for them to help. Those who are able to employ people, may Allah allow them to employ people. Those who are able to look after people, may Allah allow them to look after people. Those who are married and have children, may Allah give them good life in this world. Those who have no children, may Allah give them children. Those who are sick, may Allah heal them. 
and those who are asking Allah for whatever they are asking, may Allah fulfill for them. Our brothers and sisters who are with us are no longer with us, wherever they might be, may Allah fulfill for them. Those who are dead, may Allah raise them to the highest, loftiest place in paradise. Our brother who died in Derby, may Allah fulfill for him the best place in paradise. Give tawfiq, and if we reach the position he has reached, may Allah forgive our sins. May Allah forgive our sins and exchange all our sins into good deeds and raise us to the highest, loftiest place in paradise. Shaykh Umar, may Allah bless him and raise him and give him long life with obedience and allow him to help those people who are asking him for help. أما الله هلكم ونبه يموت هلك يا رب العالمين اللهم رب حفظنا بحفظك يا حفيظ واسترنا بسترك يا ستار اللهم صلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد المختار وآله وسلم اللهم إننا نتوسل لك به في هذه الساعة أن تجمع بيننا وبينه جمعة لا فرقة بينه بينه أبدا الرحمن الرحيمين لو توسل لك بنبيك المختار وآله الأخيار أن تكفر عنا الذنوب والأوزار بنبيك المصطفى وآله على صدق والوفاء أن تكون لنا معين ومزعفة وأن تبوينا من الجنة غرفة الرحمن الرحيم صلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا حن ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتحة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين نهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين